On the 8th of November 1987, the provisional IRA set off a bomb in Enniskillen that killed 11 people and injured 63. Among those who died was a nurse called Marie Wilson, and she died lying next to her father who was injured but survived. Just a few hours after, on a TV interview, her father, Gordon Wilson, said of the attackers, I bear no ill will. I bear no grudge. He forgave the attackers. And Gordon Wilson was so able to, to forgive because he himself in his own life had known such great forgiveness. As a Christian, Gordon Wilson had been fully forgiven by God. He had known what it was like to experience undeserved mercy. He had known what it was like to be shown the compassion of a loving father. And David, too, writing this psalm is exactly the same. He's so in awe and wonder at God's goodness, at God's forgiveness, that he wants to just sing about it. You might notice he kind of says the same thing over and over in just a few different ways. Because he wants nothing more than to proclaim to the whole world how good God's forgiveness is. I'm sure we can all think of times we've had to experience God's forgiveness. Um, I'm sure we can all think of times where we've had to receive forgiveness. Uh, so I service led in an Ireland shirt after Ireland beat Scotland in the Six Nations. And that day, a lot of you had to receive forgiveness from me for all the evil looks you gave. But when it comes to receiving, knowing, and feeling God's full forgiveness, there's often a couple of things that hold us back. We can sometimes think we're too good to need forgiveness, or that we're too bad to be able to receive forgiveness. And sometimes we might find ourselves kind of flicking between the two. We think we're too good for forgiveness when we find ourselves looking down and deciding that we're a better Christian than somebody else. You know, we're, we're sure glad that God gets to deal with us and not has to deal with that sort of dirty sinner. Or when, you know, when we come to prayer at the end of the day, maybe we look back and we think, wow, I had a pretty sinless day. I have nothing to repent of. Really. We think God just ought to accept us because we're a pretty decent person. And for when we think that we're too good for forgiveness, I want to ask the question. What if verse 10 were not true? Verse 10 says, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. But what if he did deal with us according to our sins? What if he did deal with us according to our iniquities? Well, then we'd be a people without hope. There's not a chance we could ever dream of praying to, of worshipping God. God simply would have nothing to do with us. God is so holy, so perfect, that he cannot even be in the presence of sin. So as sinners, we'd have absolutely no hope of coming close to God. We'd have no hope of coming into God's presence. No one is too good. And what about being too bad to forgive? You know, sure, we could see how God can forgive the kind of goody-two-shoes people, 
And I'm sure Mother Teresa was pretty easy to forgive. But what about me? What about all those bad things I've done? Things I'd hate for anybody else to know about? Or those evil thoughts we have in our minds, where if people could read our minds, they, they wouldn't be our friends anymore. Could God really forgive all of that? All that I have done in the past and all that I probably will do in the future? And the perfect person to answer that question is David. David, when he was king of God's people, committed adultery and murder. So he saw a woman that he wanted. He had her husband killed in battle so that he could have that world. And yet, here we have David singing uh, for everyone to hear of the Lord's forgiveness. Singing that he is fully forgiven. That the Lord has removed David's transgressions as far as the east is from the west. Singing of a Lord that has shown compassion. Simply, there is no one for whom God's grace does not reach down far enough to reach. There is no pit too deep for God to redeem your life from. And this grace, this forgiveness, is not just a gift for Gordon Wilson. And it's not just a gift for David. But it's a gift for you. And it's a gift given to you by Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who takes on all those transgressions that are removed from us. Jesus willingly takes them on himself. And Jesus is the one who is dealt with according to our sins. Jesus is the one who is repaid according to our iniquities. You can know full forgiveness because you can look back on Jesus on the cross and you can see it happen right there. And at that cross where Jesus has taken our sin, him dying there does not mean that sin has defeated him. Because three, three days later, Jesus rose from the dead in victory and he defeated sin. If Jesus did not rise, you'd still be in your sins. You still wouldn't, you wouldn't be forgiven. But he did rise. He rose to be exalted as the king of kings. The king of kings that lay down his life. The worst of the worst. And so the story now uh, doesn't go like you can't go to God because you're not good enough. The story now is come on in. That you are welcome here. That you are wanted here. Jesus even went to the length of dying for it because he wanted you here so badly. No one sneaks into a relationship with God the back door. No one is in a relationship with God by accident. You can be in a relationship with God because God has gone and sought for you. And he has set his steadfast love on you. And at the cross, Jesus isn't just taking on our sins. but He's also giving us his righteousness, his perfection. He even gives us his status as a child of God. Something that's probably best illustrated in the parable of the prodigal son. We have the son who leaves the father to live a wild life. And eventually he realizes that life is no good. He longs to come back to his father's house and become a hired servant. A hired servant. But 
the father chooses to welcome him back as a son. He kills the fattened calf for him. He gives him a robe and a ring and he throws him a party. If you are a Christian, you have become God's child. And he delights in you. He forgives all your iniquity. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. He satisfies you with good. He works justice and righteousness for you. He is merciful and gracious to you. He is slow to anger and abounds in steadfast love towards you. He does not deal with you according to your sins, nor repay you according to your iniquities. His steadfast love towards you is endless. He removes your transgressions from you. He shows compassion on you. Whatever your past, God can forgive you. And you can know his love. And that reality David knew so well uh, caused him to, to call on his soul and all that is within him to bless the Lord, to sing out to him. And we're going to respond in the same way by singing now.